The concept of thrive probably means something different to everyone. What is that thriving state to you? Does the word flow mean more? Does it make sense? But I feel like flow is missing this energy, this incredible electric opportunity, this purposed calling. And each and every one of us are intended to thrive. It's actually a part of our DNA, so says today's conversationalist. Charles Clark is somebody that I can't wait to introduce you to, that I know is just going to create impact um, in your own life and really reveal this unique calling within you to thrive. And we each are gifted that. And at the end of this year of 2020, to close out um, in this way just speaks volumes for God because ultimately I couldn't plan this. I had no idea that we were going to do this podcast when we did. And it's just really refreshing to know that in the opportunity of thriving, which Charles has a Thrive Planner that he's created. He's about to launch his Thrive Journal. He has the Thrive Tribe podcast. He has Thrive conferences and retreats and all the things Thrive. You have to unpack what that means and understand that when he comes to speak, he comes with fury. And that fury is the fire within him based on the knowing of who created him. And you too have this beautiful opportunity to do it, to live life on purpose and just ultimately establish confidence in that space so you can activate every single day. You guys enjoy Charles and this won't be the last that we'll be working together. So stay tuned on what's ahead and what's in store for our friendship and our partnership. Chat soon. This is your God wink. The moment that heaven says for such a time as this, It's time to own your joy, prioritize your health, discover your wealth, and exude your wholeness. It's time to become truly fit. However, this isn't a fitness podcast, though I'm a retired personal trainer and nutritionist. This isn't business jargon or tips and tricks to landing your successful passion project, though that's totally why I'm a business coach. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy, though I'm all for therapy and I love whole foods. I do have a YOLO side sweet tooth though. This isn't confusing religious banter, though I'm an ordained minister still figuring out the many things and facets and faces of Jesus. It's really none of that. So I'm wondering if you're wondering, what is this? Well, This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shakers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories and discoveries with each of you fellow passionate seekers. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment, and to be totally transparent, my own entrepreneurial crash and burn experiences. I've learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's not about our qualifying abilities or titles. It's not about our potential. It's truly about our God-gifted passions meeting our purpose. You are one step away from achieving your idea, your dream, your calling, your purpose, whatever you want to call it. And I want to be there for the moment that you say yes in freedom, clarity, and confidence that you are living fully fit in who and whose you were made to be. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamara Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. 
so thrilled to be here today with the one and only Charles Clark. You're so handsome in that picture that my team member <laughs> chose. I'm like, oh, wow, so suave. Thank you. You guys, I'm so thrilled to introduce you today to Charles Clark. He, um, I don't even remember how we initially got connected other than the fact that we jumped on a call together and just kind of poured into each other's um, passions and uh, ultimately into each other's space of gifting uh, yeah. through the lens of the Holy Spirit. And it was an awesome conversation that just touched me. And I'm so glad that we get to connect again with another conversation and just thrive together. And you're going to know what that thrive means here in a couple <laughs> minutes. Um, but this is a man that you want to know if you don't already. He was named at one point in his career, the sixth fastest man in the world, which I think is so awesome. Um, and so we'll talk about his time in track. But even more so, I think that God just had you anointed at that time and you maybe didn't even know. So I'm excited to unpack like where you were in your faith at that point in your journey and how walking into the next season of your life after that title how it then led you into the space of the titles that you get to claim now, which is son and wife and just um, somebody who's thriving and helping others thrive, which ultimately is a huge call uh, and a huge gift to be able to step into. So welcome and thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for having me. So let me let yourself introduce you a little bit more. I know you have a podcast and all the things. So who is Charles Clark? Ooh, that's a million dollar question. All right. <laughs> you know, um, I am someone who is becoming all of who God wants me to be. Excited for this new part of my life, being married uh, to my beautiful wife of wonderful uh, COVID, almost a COVID marriage. <laughs> got, got married uh, February 15th. Nice. And man, uh, just been an incredible journey. But I'm, I'm just really tapped into to seeing people win in life. That nothing, nothing turns me on more than seeing other people truly embody the meaning of thrive, you know. And, you know, when I think think about that meaning of word thrive, like, you know, I, th I think it's a word that many people toss around. But thrive is like in your failures and in your success, there's another level inside of you and you push mm -hmm. to it. And you push to it. And I just remember when. I was at my lowest point in my life after I had a devastating injury, hit rock bottom, moved back at home with my mom in Virginia Beach. And I was trying to figure out my life. And I remember my mom, she was like, what do you need me to do to fix this? And, you know, I think it's a, a, a mother's like responsibility and care to, to love for her child. But I was a grown man living at home and I, I realized, yo, that's on me. It's on me. And, I, and at that time, I, I remember I was crying. Couldn't even hold my head out to look at her. And I said, I, I, I lifted my head up and I said, Ma, I got, I got to do this. I, I got to fix this on myself. It's on myself. I got to take ownership. And I think in that moment, I, I realized like, yo, a lot of people, they let things try to define them. But when you take ownership for your life, you decide what happens next. And you you now are in control from moving past that survival mode and, and tapping into that next level. So I'm I'm just so curious to know what's next, you know, in my life uh, with the journals that we have coming out and the the planners that we're producing, the the books that's coming out, um, and the events that we put on. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm just ready to tap in. 
Yeah, it's so good. And it's so neat that you get to do so in tandem with your wife, who, by the way, she, he said is beautiful, but I can also say she is beautiful. You guys, I don't even know where she's from, <laughs> but she's stunning. Um, but I think that it's it's a really beautiful thing that as you step into this new season and this new experience of thriving that you get to do so alongside her because, you know, it's it's hard work to just be yourself, right? And to just find out who your identity is in the Lord alone. Um, I actually got to do that when I was already almost seven years together with my spouse, four years married. And then I was like, I need to find out who I am. And to do that alongside someone was yeah. um, very, very difficult. And so to be in a space where you know who you are, you know what God has called you to. Yes, there's this curtain, this veil that he still has before you because that's the process of becoming um, more like him. And he'll reveal and continue to reveal. But now you have this iron sharpening iron experience yeah. and this understanding on a deeper level of what is my calling? What is my purpose? And what does a covenant here on earth actually mean in regards to what you understand it is from a faith perspective? So it's um, I'm excited for you and also yeah, excited thanks. to see what the next season is. Um, I think we're, we're coming to people in this space of thrive is kind of been the opposite of the theme for the year. And mm -hmm. yet in, my, in this year for me, um, I count as a huge blessing that there's been a lot of ways that I've had and had the opportunity to thrive. Um, I've reestablished relationships with siblings, um, with family members. I have had the most growth and success in my business this year. Um, there's just been a lot of beautiful things that have occurred even in my home. Mm. And so um, what are some ways that you could speak into our listeners right now coming hopefully out? Hopefully we're on the tail end of this as we close out yeah. the year of this of this striving space rather than this thriving space. If they haven't been in a thriving year, what can you say to them? I would tell you, you know, you got to have faith and I'm not just going to give you that cliche. You got to have faith. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I mean, there, there's a huge difference when you, when you when you apply faith in this time, you, you have no choice but to make it through. But then when when you are applying a, a, a mindset of conventional thinking, meaning I'm going to accept whatever what everyone else is accepting, like this is a hard time. You know, I'm, uh, a lot of people are struggling. You, you can accept that. Right. That's something easy to accept. But yeah. the on the other end of faith is that you you you're working for the unseen. You you're believing in the bigger picture, mm -hmm. and you 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 gotta you gotta learn to stop stop listening to other people first of all, because many times the vision that you have for your life they will never be able to see it because they can barely see the vision that they have for theirs. And yeah. you you got you gotta learn to stop looking at your circumstances to decide the outcome of your life and how you're going to respond. Mm. And, and I think the other thing you have to stop doing is you got to stop looking at other people's story and try to validate as your own. You know, I, I know it's easy for us to want to do that. Like, Hey, you know, I, I see that. I see that person. They, they struggle. Then they got their marriage back then, or, you know, he went through that hard time. And, oh, so that's my story too. No, <laughs> what God's going to do for you is just going to be for you. And, so and when will you realize like, like he's the better, he's the better version of you. And so yeah. you got to learn to accept the faith walk because conventional thinking is easy. Everybody can do that part. 
But faith, man, that's the beast in you. That's the that's what I'm talking about when you tap into thrive. And so, yeah, I, I would say learn to stop walking in everybody else's walk in your circumstances and, you know, other people's story, because that's conventional thinking. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side of faith is your your greater story. That's so good. It kind of parallels, honestly, as and I hadn't ever thought about it before, but it really parallels to my heart for fit and faith is realizing that being fit for me for a very long time, and it probably resonates with you, is about my body, right? If I was mm-hmm. strong or you were fast, you were fit, right? You were the fastest yeah. man in the world. Like that's an amazing title to have. But when I was coming before the mirror, there was points and parts of me that were void because I was only coming as one portion of who I am. And if you understand the Trinity, you know, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we are a mind, a body, a soul, and a spirit. And when we accept that spirit into our life, like he takes ownership, he takes the forefront, he takes the spotlight, the mirror moment, even the medallions, right? Like all mm-hmm. of those trophies become his. Um, yeah. But until you understand one, that that's a huge component of understanding. But until you understand that your body is actually a sacrifice, your mind is actually a sacrifice. Your emotions are actually a sacrifice to that greater component of thrive, which is him within you, right? For him to activate within your life, within your body, within your flesh, and him to shine through, like that's being fit in your faith. That's being, that's thriving. Because then what happens is you don't become exhausted. Thriving becomes a place out operating out of overflow because you're plugged into the ultimate energy source. And so I think it's so powerful that you tapped into that. And really after, was that really a part of your faith story, your walk where you like raised in the church or talk to us a bit about that? Where did the spirit man come alive? Yeah. So I, young, you know, (laughs) Sunday school (laughs) version. And, you know, I, I think um, my, my grandma, she uh, she's an evangelist in Church of God in Christ. So we we would go some, some Sundays. We would stay the night over her house and she would wake us up early morning. We have to go to Sunday school. And uh, so, yeah, uh, God has always been a part of a part of my life. You know, I'm, I'm not perfect. You know, I'm not seeing I, I, I was I was walking a good walk every every step of the way. No, nah, man. I mean, when you go through things, I think you really get tested. And uh, you, you, your character is tested. You know, the the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in times of comfort and convenience, but where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. Martin Luther King said that. Mm-hmm. And truly, that that is the case, man. And, you know, I, I know for me, when when I had that that devastating injury in my career, I thought I was the top one percent of athletes in the world. I I didn't have character. Straight up. Like I, I was I was like, you know, this sucks. Let me let me do me. Right. Everybody wants to do do me when things aren't where you want it to be. Right. Let me just do me. But that's that's not character. Are, are you staying true to who you are in the hard times? Because if you can stay true to who you are in the hard times, it's, it's easy to make it to success. It's yeah. easy to bounce back. And that was just a learning thing for me. I had I had to learn it, you know, for me, like. During that time, I remember my coach, he wanted me to, to go to nationals with, with my team in college, FSU, Florida State University. And I was like, coach, I don't want to go. I got this injury. I don't want the fans and the media to be looking at me. I don't want to have a conversation about it. And I saw all of my needs. 
which were valid, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't have character. Yeah. So, you know, I think during that walk, he showed he showed himself. Like he he showed me, like you know what, you can go through the hard times and still be strong. Yeah. And yeah. and in that process, you know, like you can you can go through you can go through hell, but if you have character, you won't break. Yeah. And so choose to to walk in character. And so like, you know, for me, that's what allowed me to, to tap into the, where I am now, you know, without that, that faith, without having God in my life, I don't know where, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know where I would be, um, how, how that would, how that story would look. And I'm pretty sure I don't want to live that story. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I was living it. I feel like the only option was not living, honestly, at that time because I didn't know the Lord. And so walking outside of character, walking outside of integrity um, and not having anything to grasp hold of, not having faith. Uh, it feels really heavy and it feels really dark. And I actually know a lot of people in that place personally and locally. We've lost uh, quite a few lives to that dark place, which Mm. I thought those people knew faith. I thought they knew the God within them. And so it's a really like hard, controversial understanding of the role that God plays in our life and the fact that he is our savior. And yet we can still feel ultimate loss. And if Mm -hmm. you think of so many stories in the Bible, the story of Job, the story of Joseph, the story of Moses, Naomi, like all of these people went through a lot of hardship, even King David, like, oh, he's a king. And so he's all the glory. No, 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 no. Like his character, his integrity was at question and he had choices in that season. And so realizing that God's with us in the pit, just like he's with us in the palace. And we have to then recognize our character, the him within us in those times to say, we can stand up even when it hurts. Yeah. I I think God won't, God, God won't give you the next level until you embody the character that's required for that responsibility. So good. You know, and like, so, you know, I I know what you thought is Bible verse greater is he does in me than you against the world. Right. Like, Hey, no, no, that, that ain't it. But you got to learn too, that you are, you are a part of that. So you yes. just don't just rely on God's grace because it's it's sufficient, right? But do yes. your part. Do yes, your part. Yes. Because you won't be honored, you won't be rewarded for what he got for you. Do your I part. I so agree. I think that's the piece of activation, right? And so many people are like, oh, God will do it. God will do it. But right. if God's asking you to step through a door, God can't step through the door. You have to move your body through that opportunity or through that right. trial in order for God to show up in a different way. And it's always different than what we anticipate, right? Like, could yeah. you imagine laying in that bed in your mama's house that this is where you'd be mm-hmm. this many years later? Probably not. Right. I couldn't imagine that this is where I'd be. I thought I had a whole nother trajectory for my life. And so um, it's going to be really cool to see what that evolves into even more so, again, out of our control. But it took action for us to be right here, right now in this podcast, right? Right. Like God wasn't going to like connect all the wires and say, okay, you guys are having a conversation for the world to hear. Like we had to do that. And then we had to steward through character, through integrity, our vessel and speak life, right? Mm -hmm. We have a choice Mm -hmm. right now. 
I could yeah. t- share all of the deep, dark spaces of my life and I can, and I'm vulnerable and willing enough to do that, which is a part of sharing your testimony. And there's power in that. But instead, like my heart for you is to know that there is hope. My yeah. heart is for you to know that there is an opportunity to thrive and it's, it is going through the trial. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you don't, you don't go through something. I mean, that's the, that's the process of being molded. I, I, what was this quote from Chadwick Boseman? He said, um, the greatest hero movies have, like he was saying something about how you have to have a tough villain too. Yes, I, wish I, yes. I wish I knew the quote, but pretty yes. much like you, you just can't be a great hero alone. You got to go mm-hmm. through some things. So and true. I was like, dang, bro, that was, that was real good. You know, like, yeah. like I, let me. <laughs> Let me let me check myself. Am I am I going through the fire? You know, like am right. I going through the furnace? Like, yo, right. put in the work. Go through yeah. the pain now and yeah. and celebrate in victory later. Yeah. But if you yeah. if you whatever wherever you guys are right now, just understand the pro accepting the process mm-hmm. allows you to get to success. Mm-hmm. No, no other way around. You gotta get uncomfortable. When you experience discomfort, success is in the vicinity. It's you, so you, true. You, you got to get there. Get uncomfortable. Yeah, that that idea might seem crazy, and nobody else is doing it. But do, get uncomfortable. Face that villain. Face your fear. And facing your fear, you you'll see on the other side of that is your promise. Oh, so good. It's so poetic. We need to go into <laughs> some plan poetry sessions. Uh, <laughs> No, it's so true, though. And I think what ultimately people have to understand, even in that process, is so often I was listening to Darius Daniels this morning, and he was talking about how we so often live in retrospect. We so often live in like the past of what has become and the appreciation comes after you understand what that process leads you to. And so it's been a prayer for mine actually all year for me to live in the foresight to live in the foreground of my actual present being, like be present for sure, um, but to live in that foresight of knowing that this process ahead is going to be the place that I look back on and I say, I get it, God. I understand why we did that. I understand why I had to go through that. I understand why that confrontation existed. I understand why I had to pray so deeply for so long over that one person, because now I get to see them rise into their own thrive. Right. And so desiring deeply for people now to hear that message that like, it is amazing to look back and understand where God has been. But what if you had that faith to understand he's through that door? The one that mm-hmm. the very one that puts you out of your comfort zone that he's asking you to come into. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. It's when so I, good. When I walk through the darkest valley, I shall feel no fear nor evil, right? Yeah. You are with yeah. me. Right? Yeah. He's with you no matter what. Yeah. There's peace in that. It is. It is. I mean, you know, like truly there is so much peace in that. Like you can be going through it all. God sitting right beside you. Yes. Yes. And that's, I actually did this journey mapping process and I would encourage people to do this as well, um, to actually go through my life since I was in Venezuela's earliest memory, right? And, and map out the highs and lows. 
and ask God, like literally put it before his feet and say, God, where were you in this moment? And like I said, like I wasn't in my faith when I was a child. You had people praying a hedge of protection over you. And maybe I didn't. I just didn't know them. But I, I didn't really have that that story. That's not part of my story. And so I was actually laying it before his feet and saying, God, like, where were you in that low point? And he revealed himself mm-hmm. every single time. And he was in that room. And did you ever see the movie, The Shack or read the book, The Shack? I don't think Gosh, so. I can't think of who it is. It's really amazing. But it basically follows the story of a father's daughter got murdered. And he's obviously irate and he's losing his mind in anger and and worry and fear and guilt like he should have been there. And so he ends up meeting um, three different facets of God. There are three different characters. It was like um, a woman is one of the characters, two characters actually of God. And then there was like a Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, he asked, he like walked the line, like, where were you? I'm so mad at you for not being there for my daughter. How could I have faith. And it showed through the video and this visual uh, that he was actually in the room while Mm. she wept, while she cried. But what was happening was the enemy was in control of the person who was the perpetrator. And so it's like this wild perspective to know that he is with us all the time. And at the same time, that comfort of peace in that pain. And this is where I think when you're talking about tapping into that thrive is that you can have that transcending peace if you know him. But in the time, it feels like torture if you don't have anything to grab onto. And so journey map your life. Ask God, where were you in that season? And he will respond. He will answer. He is a, a conversational God that wants to have interactions with his sons and his daughters. And instead of you carrying that anger or that guilt, you get to exchange it for the truth of what he has to offer you instead. Yeah, so true. I like that. So, Okay, okay. You know my feelings over commercials, but this is too good of timing to pass up the chance to tell you about this incredible opportunity that I have cultivated with you directly in mind. You, the passionate kingdom entrepreneur. Stop running the race on a treadmill to nowhere. Stop the analysis paralysis and the overwhelm and honestly, the isolation of business building. You know I am all for women supporting women and the concept of community, but this newly developed program takes that concept to an entirely new level. I am giving you an all access pass to my team of experts and strategists in order for you to develop your own business to the fullest extent. I've taken my business with these incredible people from an idea to five figure months in less than two years. And I want to provide you the keys to this freedom and centered joy. This is a coaching program with direct conversations with real people in real time. Ask the confusing hard questions that have you lingering in rabbit holes. Get the direct insight you need to design the dream into a fully operating abundant business. Y'all, listen to this A-team, okay? There is a branding and content strategist, a mindset and financial success coach, a biblical foundations teacher, a marketing funnels and ads expert, and of course, yours truly, your Christian business coach. If you are ready to truly invest in yourself, in your God dream, and the people that God is calling you to, this is the only place to start that gives you a full lens development strategy that you can lean into as a trusted, knowing source on a firm foundation. 
Y'all, I am uber passionate to see you flourish and illuminated within your purpose. You can enroll now by heading over to the one-on-one coaching tab at tamraandress.com. Remember, I have the simple version of Tamra, T-A-M-R-A. I don't know if you know that story, but it's from The Price is Right about a week before I was born. So thanks, mom. (laughs) Anyway, book your call and simply email me coaching at tamaraandress.com. Either way, I cannot wait to see you activated. And this is going to be an incredible opportunity and a beautiful season to see you design the God dream that God has planted in you since your mother's womb. It's going to be fun, y'all. I can't wait to connect. Let's get started. So tell us more, tell us some more about like what's to come for everything thrive. You have um, a quote that I just love and it's surviving should not be your choice when thriving is in your DNA. And to realize we are all made up of DNA. And so we all have access to this. This isn't some like thing you have to go out and search. It's already within you. Yeah. I I think it's, you you, got to understand your purpose, you know, like for, for any of the, abundance of your life that's available to you to be discovered you you mm-hmm. you gotta tap into purpose and yeah. you know god tells us everything that we are <laughs> we, we we don't need to reinvent the the wheel for that so relying on his truth will allow you to see that greater purpose for sure but i think like um man i i think i'm, I'm really excited about a, a lot of things that's going on you know for one marriage um the the other thing is you know, of course, we got the Thrive Planner, and uh, that's been doing really well. Um, that actually, it's two years since we released that that nice. uh, that planner, and so now, um, actually coming out with a new journal. So um, get excited for this because yes. uh, it's, it's it's really about how can we become more intentional with our learning, whether mm-hmm. it's at church, whether it's a podcast or a conference. A lot of times, we we take notes. And then we forget those notes or we don't implement that information. So I created a journal that's literally going to help you um, increase your comprehension and your retention and create more action behind everything that you learn. You know, I, awesome. I, our idea is to, yes, we need to be students of life, but we need to be doers of life, too. Mm. So really excited. Back into it. Action. Come on. Come on. (laughs) He's a winner at heart. He's a winner. (laughs) So that, and you know, we're we're ready to ramp it back up with the Thrive events that we got going on. So it might be something going on in Virginia Beach pretty soon. Maybe. Um, We do our retreats. Um, So if you ever come to Tampa, that's what we do our events on the retreats. So the Thrive Tribe Retreat, it's about escaping your fear and finding your true power. We go over all of those, those things of understanding your purpose, your greater why, tapping into, you know, that, that abundant life, um, escaping your fears. And so, yeah, that's, that's really the exciting things that are coming up right now. And tell me, like you have a podcast too. So this yeah. is a platform to share all the things. So tell them oh, about man. your podcast. I got a, got a whole set here. Okay. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I do have, so we actually, I have one podcast right now that's available. It's called the Thrive Tribe Podcast, yeah. uh, which is about unfiltered success stories of everyday people who crush failure and discover mm-hmm. the inner champion. Um, so the last season was really me uh, for 22 episodes. 
nice. you know, so like quick little sound bites, probably about three to four minute episodes where you're just getting how to tap into that 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 level of thrive that you have and and really mindset and implementing strategies in your life to create success. And we're coming out with a new podcast. So anyone who's a writer or a speaker and are looking to get on the stage to start to communicate their story and transform other people's lives, we're going to be interviewing other speakers uh, around the world. And you're going to hear how they are able to create success for their business, how they're able to you know, get on the stage and speak to tens of thousands of lives each year. And I think ultimately, too, people want to get paid to do what they love. Um, So, you know, with that, we're going to share a lot of those secrets on how you can do just that, how you can make a living being real with your life. So good. And honestly, like that in and of itself, I think is the all encompassing point of thrive, right? Where it's not just this personal or spiritual walk, it's your professional walk too. And so I know we both have an entrepreneurial kind of target market that we're talking to most of the time, but realizing that that's where it really overlaps is that is bringing both ends, right? We get to be both ends, but bringing that all to the table at any given point and to know that your past and your present and your future all can align into this place of of actually operating and serving others because I think ultimately all of our purpose is to give back and to serve in some way. And so what's that motivating factor? What's that unique you know, selling proposition that only you can have. This is where our identity, this is where our thumbprint and our personal DNA really matters and really comes to life. And how we thrive is because nobody else, even if they they were the number six man in the world. And then they also hurt themselves and lived in their mama's house. They Mm -hmm. still don't have your story, even if there's parallels. And so this is where I love that piece that you so desperately like desire for people, that motivation factor, that activation factor is realizing there's a, there's a release zone, just like at the starting line of your race, right? Mm -hmm. You hear that gun go off and it's like, go. And so preparing people, into that space of of adrenaline because I'm an adrenaline junkie in a good way since coming to know the Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) And and so to like, I want to infuse that in people all the time. I want to get them excited. I want them to be wanting to jump out of their seat of excitement, of anticipation, because every time God shows up, And so it's just a matter of us, again, activating off the starting line and knowing that there's something ahead that looks like a finish line, but that finish Mm -hmm. line might be really far away. But we still have to to take a step to get there. You got to be on fire for your life. Like, like you be excited to wake up, like stop hitting the snooze button. As I tell people, like the average person sleeps for 9,400 days of their life. And I, I think it's absurd for us to say when we get our first conscious breath that God gives us and we say, you know what? I'm tired. Not yet. <laughs> I need some more sleep. Yeah. No, get your butt up. Do what you got <laughs> to do. Because the thing is that excuses are infinite. Opportunities are not. Mm. And, and you got to understand that the opportunity that is before you, it will not last. So and good. somebody else might grab it. That's and right. you're going to be hating on them because they live in your dream. That's so true. That's so true. And we are creative. I was in a conversation with a client the other day and she's like, I don't, I don't find myself in the creative space. I don't really consider myself a creative. And I'm like, 
who made you? Literally, yeah. who made you? You yeah. were created by a creator. And if you are made in the image of God, which you are, you are creative. Yeah. Your creativity might not be that you are, uh, you know, uh, Michelangelo. You mm -hmm. might not be that you are an author or a speaker or these things that uh, seemingly have a spotlight. Your creativity might be to teach in a classroom that impacts generations to come. Yeah. And that's amazing. And yeah. so just tapping into those those superpowers, because ultimately everyone's gift is a superpower in and of itself, mm -hmm. uh, I think is just a freeing place to be. And so I love that your conferences and your speaking and your podcast and the book and all the things it really parallels under this understanding of activation in order to thrive, that it's yeah. not a sitting, it's not no. a sitting stagnant right <laughs> you're not stagnant like waiting to thrive no no it, it's a it's a it's a doing and yes. it can happen at any moment it's just your choice right yeah I, I like what you were saying like we gotta we're creative like right? like procreate that's what he told us to do and like that idea is like you have a legacy then yes if if you're creating that means the buck don't stop at you yes it, it don't stop at your insecurity it don't stop at your troubled marriage. It don't stop mm -hmm. at, you know, your, your, your failures. It doesn't stop at any of those things, all those things that people might've told you. It doesn't stop there. Create beyond those things mm. because God can use that and end up, you end up connecting with more people because you were real, you were vulnerable, you were transparent. And that connecting piece might just start your business. So true. So true. And there's a thriving in that. Like, it's so incredible yeah. to know that you have access to it. And it, there doesn't have to be this element. Yes, there's an element of unknown, but there does not have to be an element of fear. Yeah. Right. One, because nothing new under the sun. Right. Yeah. Every, everything's been done in some capacity. What's happening is you're taking something that hasn't been done in your unique fashion and you're developing it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And creating that separate identity piece, that identity factor within the thing that you love. And so use mentors, use, you know, relationships. I really yeah. believe that so often we think we have to do these things in our own might, whether mm -hmm. it's something in your personal life, whether it's even fixing a relationship, right? They think, okay, if I just do this, then this will be fixed. Yeah. You know, you have resources around you already that God has put in your path. Are your eyes and your ears and your hands yeah. wide open enough to receive them? Maybe not. And that is then you're, I think you're snoozing on your life at that point. Yeah. And I, so it's there. Yeah. I like, I like what you had me writing down something. <laughs> um, in, in the unknown is the place where you're supposed to trust. Mm. Like, like we won't, we don't know all the God's plans. We don't know every little thing, but he does give us access to those things. Some of them, mm. but in the unknown of knowing everything, because we won't know everything anyway, trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, and if we are understand God is with us, who can be against us. He's beside us in that dark Valley. Unknown, God, you got me. I'm yeah. straight. I'm straight. Like, like, truly, like the next time you go through that. Matter of fact, think about that time you went through that hard time, and you made it through because you are where you are right now. And it might be another episode of that hard time, but you made it through. So you might as well just trust. Yeah. Because when you try to uh, 
take in all of that worry and anxiety and call us to do that in the first place. Yeah. Like it's, it's holding you back from moving forward because the thing about and his gratitude is that it, it allows you access to new things, right? Mm-hmm. It opens up doors for you abundance. But yeah. if you're in a place of anxiety and frustration, like you concerned about the unknown, so you cannot have access to the next level of, of the plans that are for you. Yeah. It's so, so good. Trust. Yeah. And, 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 and realizing trust. too that even in your activation, and this has been such a huge part of my testimony is like, as I've activated those resources or those people that are around me, like this isn't a singular situation. Like kingdom is, is a collective. And so I have the utter joy of bringing people alongside me in these visions. And so if you don't activate, they don't get to either. Mm -hmm. And so then if you, if you want to look from a non-selfish lens, like this is your responsibility to activate. This is your responsibility to step into your calling and your purpose, because without that transition, without that shift in the atmosphere, without somebody else recognizing the thrive within you, they can't recognize the thrive within themselves. And so, yes, it's by God and through God that things are activated in that sense. But at the end of the day, they see you in the flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And they want to know, what did that person do? What did that person activate in order for them to propel to that place of yeah. joy, purpose, yeah. abundance, wealth, and knowing wealth is way more than just money. Yeah. But realizing those things, and it gives me a reason to wake up. Because if I don't wake up, my kids don't wake up. Mm-hmm. And if my mm-hmm. kids don't wake up, my grandchildren don't wake up. Yeah. Right. And so I'm I'm not looking in the natural when I'm thinking of those things. I'm looking in the supernatural of if I don't do this one thing, that person, that one person who might read my post that never comments, that never likes, that never shares, that I don't even know exists. They don't get out of bed. Yeah. And so stop doing it for the follows or the fans. Do it for the outcome, the ripple effect of the kingdom. Yeah. I. uh when I got out of running track, you know, what, with being an athlete, and especially a, you know, a world-class athlete, you are trained to win. You're trained to compete. You're trained to beat everybody on the track. <laughs> yeah. And it's so different to living a life of purpose. Now, mm-hmm. you know, of course, as athletes, who whoever listening to your athlete right now, doesn't mean you still, you know, Kicks people, but you know, it's ain't <laughs> yeah. wrong with but <laughs> still <get> the, <laughs> the the idea is this in life that when you, I want, if, if you can, I want you to write this down. Mm-hmm. When you put others first and you make yourself second, you still win. Mm, so, good. and that's that's the best form of winning that I've ever experienced in my life because I I remember when I first got into speaking, how this this teenage girl she came up to me and she said. Um, and what you said on that stage, it changed my life because I felt like killing myself today. But you made uh, me want to live my dream. And at that time, you know, I, like I told you, I was at my mom's house. I'm trying to figure out my life. And I, I thought all, all, all of what I needed to be respected and appreciated was to have a gold medal. That's, mm-hmm. when, I, that's when I can be loved, right? But yeah. the, the true winner in me came when, I'm, when I put other people first. Mm. So... Whenever you have a moment of like thinking like, I ain't good enough. I don't know how I'm going to do this or you're scared or whatever. Put other people first. You're going to end up winning. Yeah. 
It's so true. Right I love that so much. Yeah. It makes so much sense. And like realizing too, in that, in that ripple effect, in that um, less of me, more of him, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Even more blessings come to that yeah. in that state of humility, in that state of I'm waving my white flag. I don't need the medal. I don't need the trophy. I don't need the light. I don't need the name. Mm-hmm. All I need is for that one person to come up to me and say, you've just saved my life. And even if that doesn't happen, there's still the silent factor of impact. There's Mm -hmm. still the silent example of you activating. They're like, man, if she is on stage, I can be on stage. If he is on the mic, I can be on the mic. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's where the power comes even in your, in your testimony in my testimony and everybody's testimony is because I can assure you there are current athletes who are in that state of I'm at mom's house. I cannot pursue the one thing that I am have been wanting to do since I was seven years old. And mm-hmm. now I'm who am I? I'm no longer the athlete. I'm no longer the superstar. I'm no longer getting phone calls from my agent. What in the world do I do now? More than you realize that you're more than enough. Yeah. Honestly, realize that you're more. And I think the the phrase that a lot of people are using now is like more than an athlete. Yeah. It's it's a cool saying, but you you truly got to know what that means. Yeah, yeah. You truly got to understand what that means. Your your voice matters, right? Your yeah. your your impact matters. Your doing matters, and it it doesn't just stop and catching balls and running on the track and you know jumping over, you know, hurdles and all those things, you, you, so it's so much more in you. Yeah. And if, if you just allow yourself to be used in other places, like you'll start to to see more of who you are because it's cool to know like the greatness of who you are right now, but keep going. There's, there's so much more. There's so yeah. much more to you. Like, and I'm, I'm so excited to, to see what's next for my life, but I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I'm in the moment. Yes. 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 So tell me, because this has been a new title, right. That you're taking under your wing is how have you discovered a new part of who you are by being a husband? I think, um, selflessness Mm. to a degree of, you know, you do things for other people, but Mm -hmm. I think until you get married, you truly understand um, selflessness. Sacrifice. <laughs> um, yeah, sacrifice. Um, but on the other end of that, when we both are selfless, we both be we both are fulfilled at the end of the day. Yeah. Because we're meeting each other's needs. And I don't have to meet my own needs now, you know. Yes, so good. It's so much better when someone else makes you coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, but, it's dope. that's amazing. That's really amazing. I am looking forward to meeting your wife in the future, and yeah. I just feel like that's a perfect, you know, kind of ribbon to the conversation is really realizing the power of putting others first. And how doing so allows you activation to thrive without, uh, without having it to be all you, mm-hmm. like without feeling like it's in your own strength. It's, right. it's the knowing of the God within you and the knowing that the other people alongside you are going to propel just as much 
when you step into your purpose. Yeah, for sure. So good. Charles, you are amazing. You guys have to go listen to all the things he puts into the world. It is absolutely just a joy. That smile is contagious. And uh, I do hope and plan to see you in Virginia Beach in the next few months. So y'all keep keep a lookout for that. And if not, get down to Florida because I know there's lots of people listening from Florida. I want to come to a retreat. Sounds amazing. Oh, come on. It's, it's exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Dope. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I'm coming. Exclusivity. Come on. All yeah. right, you guys. Have a blessed day. Thanks again, Charles. No problem. Hey, y'all. It's me again. I hope in today's episode, you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fitandfaith underscore podcast or me personally at tamra.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. I'm Dr. Lauren DeVille, a practicing naturopathic physician in Tucson, Arizona. In my podcast, Christian Natural Health, my guests and I discuss topics ranging from nutrition, sleep, hormone balancing, and exercise to specific health concerns like hair loss, anxiety, and hypothyroidism. I'll also interweave biblical principles as they apply throughout the podcast because true health is body, mind, and spirit. Listen to Christian Natural Health for free at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcast platform.